Good morning and God bless you. My name is Raphael Agadama and I am nothing without the Holy Spirit. On fire for today, I will be teaching on the topic, activating the power of meditation. Activating the power of meditation. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you. I pray for everyone listening to me right now in the name of Jesus. No storm can overshadow you. No water can swallow you. I speak over your life now. And the help of God comes for you. Liberation and transformation. And the glory of God will come upon everything you lay your hands upon. Granting you help, victory, and raising you to new levels. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Activating the power of meditation. To meditate means to contemplate to keep the mind fixed upon something to study meditation is a continuous and profound contemplation on a particular subject joshua chapter 1 verse 8 the bible says this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth but ye shall meditate on it day and night that ye may observe to do according to all that is written in it for then you shall make your way prosperous and then you shall deal wisely and have good success we ought to study deeply the word of god believe it confess it and apply it to our daily lives the word of god is the map that we need for direction here on earth when we meditate on god's word we clear our hearts from the issues of life and then we can hear god clearly our thought pattern changes to things that are pure noble honest of good report and full of virtue when we study god's word when we stay on the word of God, our eyes are open and chains are broken because the word of God is God himself. The Bible says in the book of Corinthians chapter 3 verse 17, 2 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 17, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. When you study God's word, with Jesus says, the words I speak unto you is spirit and it's life. This word will bring liberty. Bible says in the book of James chapter 1 verse 25 but he who looks carefully into the faultless law the law of liberty and is faithful to it and pres and preserves I beg your pardon and perseveres in looking into it being not a heedless listener who forgets but an active doer who obeys he shall be blessed in his doing When we abide in the word of God and we obey it, we are blessed. And all of us, as with unveiled face, that's what the Bible says, when we continue to behold, as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord, we are constantly being transfigured into his very own image in every increasing splendor from one degree of glory to another. 2 Corinthians 3 verse 18. So when we continually behold God's word, we move from one dimension of glory to another. We become a shining light for people to follow. And we stay on God's word, which is the sword of the spirit. We kill every lust of the flesh, every lust of the eyes, and every pride of life. The Bible says in the book of Psalms, chapter 119, verse 100, it says, I understand more than the aged because I keep your precepts. I understand more than the aged because I keep your precepts. You're looking for wisdom. You're looking for the spirit of excellence. It's in the word of God. 
when we continuously behold God's word, we have divine speed. And an excellent spirit, when we study, we understand the times and the season that we are in prophetically and we know what we ought to do. We are not left in the dark. We are not left in the dark. Daniel chapter 9 verse 10, the Bible says that I, Daniel, understood by books the number of years according which the Lord revealed to Jeremiah the prophet that Jerusalem would remain in captivity. And when it would end, it was by studying. He got that revelation. 2 Timothy chapter 10 verse 15, he says, Study to show yourself approved. A workman who needs not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. When we hold on to God's word, we become whole. Hear me again? When you hold on to God's word, you become whole. And you become well nourished. When we are hungry, we get satisfied. It means that we, we, we want more. But we have to desire it with our whole heart. Like newborn babies, the Bible says that you should crave and test for earnestly desire the pure, unadulterated spiritual milk of God that you will grow thereby. First Peter chapter 2, verse 2. The word of God is all that the, the child of God needs. It will shape your life. It will make you what it talks about. So every day, create time for the word. When you have break time, create time. Break time at work. Five, five, five verses. Chew it in. Early in the morning, one chapter. Chew it in. In the evening before you go to bed, one chapter. Chew it in. You, will, you may not understand what this thing is doing to you until you are faced with troubles. Look at Jesus. While the devil came to tempt him, there was no miracle was done. No manifestation was done. It was the word that was inside of him that came forth. He said, it is written. It is written. It is written. When you are faced with challenges, that word you thought you did not know, as you have been studying it, it is registering in your spirit, meditating. You are becoming accustomed to it. When the, 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 the waters of life begin to, to, to become boisterous, suddenly you will see those words. They will come alive and they will be your, your, your anchor for support at that time. I need you to stay with the word. It will make you what it talks about. Stay with the word. The word works. Share our brethren. The word works. I pray for anyone right now listening to me. Receive grace to study God's word and receive help from God. Let this word become flesh. The Bible says, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. It didn't stop there. And we beheld his glory. So this word you're studying can become flesh. And it will not just stop there. You will begin to see this word becoming a reality in your life you're not born again the word of god will just look like fables to you say after me lord jesus come into my heart be my lord and my savior i believe you died on the cross i believe god raised you from the dead i confess with my mouth that you are lord deliver me from darkness bring me into your marvelous life give me power to live for you in jesus mighty name amen you just made that prayer congratulations you're now born again i'd like you to send me a message on facebook or whatsapp i would love to pray with you wherever you are right now receive grace to study god's word receive grace to meditate receive grace to begin to see the actualization of this word in your life in jesus mighty name amen i decree you are blessed and i decree that your day is fruitful and prosperous in jesus mighty name amen god bless you my name is Raphael agadama and i am nothing without the holy spirit remember do not be afraid only believe
You have been listening to Apostle Rafael Agadama of Trails of Fire International. We believe you have been blessed. For prayers, counseling, or partnership, please call 080-709-24996 or send us an email to our email address at trailsoffireoffice at gmail.com. Good morning and God bless you. My name is Rafael Lagadama and I am nothing without the Holy Spirit. On Fire for Today, I will be teaching on the topic, Sin is a Reproach. Sin is a Reproach. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. Because your righteousness is at work in us. Thank you because we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. We thank you because you are helping us. You are bringing us into the place of perfection by your Spirit, raising us to new levels of victory, making us what your, your Word talks about. I pray for everyone listening to me right now, and your help has come to them. Your Spirit has risen upon them. Your glory is shining over them. I decree in the name of Jesus that their story turns around for the better now. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen. Sin is a reproach. The greatest propeller of power for the believer is not prayer, is not fasting, it's not even the study of God's word. The greatest propeller of power for the believer is holiness. Proverbs chapter 14. The book of Proverbs chapter 14, verse 34. The Bible says, Righteousness exalted a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. Righteousness exalted a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. This simply means that God's plan for the believer is enshrined in the consciousness of righteousness it simply means that the believer was not created to function in sin that's why it is impossible to be your best when you are connected to any form of iniquity Proverbs 14.34 I want to read from another version Proverbs chapter 14 verse 34 Now let's look this up from the message version This is what it says Proverbs 14.34 says God devotion makes a country strong. God avoidance leaves people weak. So when you begin to play and to mingle around sin, you are avoiding the God life. You are trying to bypass the very cradle, the very pillar that makes you a believer, which is the pillar of holiness and righteousness. 
I like to look at this same version, this same scripture from another translation. Let's look at the Amplified Version. Verse 34. It says, Righteousness, moral and spiritual integrity, and virtuous character exalts a nation. But sin is a disgrace to any people. The quickest way to enter into disgrace in life, destiny, ministry, marriage, finance, is to be a friend of sin. Is to mingle around sin. You cannot be a God lover and continue playing around sin because the Bible says that no soldier that is at war will be found in the marketplace turning around with civilian issues if he wants to please his commanding officer. So it's about pleasing the Lord. It's about living the life that will bring out the very capacity of the spirit inside of you. The more you mingle around sin, the more you enter into reproach. Sin brings reproach. Sin brings sicknesses. Sin brings oppression. Sin brings torment. But when you submit yourself to the Holy Ghost, who is the spirit of righteousness, the spirit of truth, the Holy Ghost is a Holy Ghost, not a dirty ghost. So you cannot have the Holy Spirit inside of you and then you are propagating and peddling sin, lies, deception, malice, anger. You cannot. Sin is a reproach to any people. I'd like to take one more version. The TPT version. Alright, let's go. TPT version says, that's a passion translation. Verse 34. A nation is exalted by the righteousness of its people, but sin heaps disgrace upon the land. So even as a nation... When the land is given to sin, immorality, darkness, iniquity, evil, perpetration of, of dastard acts, suddenly that nation begins to go down. Suddenly the economy begins to dwindle. Suddenly natural disasters begin to increase because righteousness exalts. Sin disgraces. It downgrades. Wherever you are listening to me from, Make it your decision to live a holy life. That is the greatest propeller of power. Someone can wake you up from your sleep and you stand up and declare, Peace be still over a storm that was raging and it will obey. Why? Because your heart is at peace with God. Your relationship with the Lord is intact. It's easy to pray. It's easy to study. It's easy to fast. It's easy to proclaim the gospel. When you are not a constant merchant or a constant uh, uh, patronizer of sin. Righteousness consciousness. People will tell you. Even you yourself will tell yourself that every time you are in tune with the Lord, your joy comes unhindered. Your mind thinks brilliantly. There's no guilt. There's no shame. There's no fear. You are bold. Not because of your own righteousness, but because of what Christ has done inside of you. So, if you love the Lord, you want that communication to continue. That flow, that bubbling joy, that fire, that passion, that zeal 
that glory, that joy, that well of never ceasing joy. So remember today, righteousness exalts a nation. So if you want to be exalted, you must practice holiness. You must avoid any form of darkness in your thoughts, in your deeds, in your actions, in your reactions. Because righteousness exalts a nation, sin will reproach a nation. Sin will downgrade a nation. Sin will disgrace a nation. You're not born again right now. You're living in sin. And you may be even going through some reproach already and you don't know. I want you to say this prayer after me. Say after me, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be my Lord and my Savior. I believe you died on the cross. I believe God raised you from the dead. I confess with my mouth that you are Lord. Deliver me from darkness. Bring me into your marvelous light. Give me power to live for you now and forever. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. If you just made this prayer, congratulations. You are now born again. I would love you to send me a message on Facebook or on WhatsApp. I would love to pray with you. Congratulations. Wherever you are right now, I pray for you. Wherever sin has held you sweet, held you captive, put you in a place where you can no longer function as the God, the God kind. In the name of Jesus, I decree, receive your liberty, receive help, receive mercy, receive strength, receive revival, receive vigor. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are free from the hold of sin. I decree now the mercy of God locates you and the strength of God pulls you up. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. God bless you. My name is Raphael Agadama and I am nothing without the Holy Spirit. I want you to remember, you do not need to be afraid, only believe.